0: Alrighty, hello everyone, and welcome back to the Reformed Dissenters—the show where Reformed Christians dissent against popular ideas of culture by asserting a biblical worldview. My name is Bruce Johnson. I am joined today, as always, by my brother Jacob Johnson. Hello. He is in Pennsylvania. I'm in the state of South Dakota, and we are there on this show for our second week in uh, 2023, the year 2023. We're very excited. Um, we have a lot to get through. Lot to discuss. This is kind of a big episode. One massive unified thing happened this week that we really, really want to hone in on and and, and bring up several aspects of this because it's dramatically important that we examine this from a biblical perspective. Yeah, we're going to rant a little bit, but I think that they are um, uh, rants that are completely acceptable and permissible given the nature of this topic. We are going to be talking about the. anti-baby murder bill uh that was up for vote this week and yeah the the vote on this bill this particular bill is of the nature that we would hope but again it's not a horrible uh angle for a bill to take either uh so we're going to get into a lot of the details behind what all that means and hopefully remove some of the ambiguities that you will have in your brain Right now, if this is the first time you're hearing about that, you're probably very confused given what I just said. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a step in the right direction. That's
1: that's how I, how I phrase it. Yeah, stuff. But
0: yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we've got a lot to cover there. And uh, we're very excited to break that down for you, and uh, have you get some more resources to study for yourself as well. But uh, of course, if you would like to check out some of our previous episodes, which we highly recommend, we talk about a lot of things that uh, are not completely time based. I would say we, you know, we do three episodes a week: Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And our Monday, Monday episodes are current events. Wednesday is literature. Wednesday and Friday is a discussion topic of our choosing, and usually it comes from our very Fantastic audience who sends suggestions in. Um, Wednesday and Friday episodes are very much not time locked, so they're very much things that are helpful, hopefully, and useful, and uh, conducive to good conversation at any time of the year um, or any year in the future. So the only ones that are that are really time locked are our Monday episodes, and even then, they're we try to cover bigger, broader biblical principles and apply them to whatever's yeah. happening. So. Yeah even though those aren't super time-locked. But if you want to check out some of our less time-locked episodes, you can check those out on our website, trdshow.net. We've got all sorts of stuff there. Also, send us an email if you have questions, suggestions, new research you want to send our way. Our email is trdshow at protomail.com. and we always want to hear from our audience and hear from you. What, what do you have to say? Do you have questions? Do you have suggestions? We've gotten a lot of emails over the past couple of months, and we appreciate all of those that we get. So send your emails to trdshow at trdshowatprotonmail.com. Um, so as always, before we start getting into our topic, we have to discuss our verse of the week and it's brand new week. So we got a brand new verse coming up for you. Uh, this verse might at first seem a little confusing taken out of context, which is why part of my breakdown, I want to put it back in context. So it makes a little more sense. Um, but also this, in my opinion, is one of the most powerful verses on the topic of the kingdom of God. Uh, for reasons that I'll explain in a minute. So let's get into this. This is Hebrews chapter 12, uh, verses 28 and 29. And it says, therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus, let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. And again, that's Hebrews 12, 28 and 29. So obviously we're going to hone in a little bit on this, um, be grateful re- for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Um, after all, that's kind of what our eyes jump and we're like, oh, I wonder what that means. A kingdom that cannot be shaken. Huh? Weird. Um, and you'd be a little less confused if you read the previous two verses. So I'm going to do that. Um, let's back up to verses 26 and 27. So verse 26 and 27 say, at that time, his voice shook the earth. But now he has promised yet once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. And then verse 27 says this phrase yet once more indicates the removal of things that are shaken. That is things that have been made in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. So this word, this phrase here, um, that, uh, the writer of Hebrews is talking about in in chapter, uh, or in verse 26, um, where he said once more, I will shake only the earth, but also the heavens. That's a quote from Haggai, the book of Haggai, chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. So I'll read that passage. Because any Tug Wilson does a great job breaking this down. He has a series on post-millennialism on cannabis that I've been going through. It's really, really good. Um, And he at the point that at the time there are verses in the Old Testament quoted in the New Testament. We're getting commentary. are getting commentary on Old Testament verses. New Testament, so anytime we get it, we want to hide it, bring it out, and discuss it, because it's really important. So Haggai chapter 2, verses 6, and says, For thus said the Lord, yet once more, in a little while I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea, and the land, to shake all nations, so that the treasures of all nations shall come in. And I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord. So Calvin, in his commentaries, talks about how the first shaking of the earth was through God's giving of the law. Uh, whereas the second shaking of the earth came with the ascension of Christ to his throne, the commencement of his kingdom, and this shook also the heavens. So that second shaking in a little while. Um, the first shaking was when God gave all this. The, law, the shaking is now building on that, what we have in Christ, now that Christ is reigning, and he is shaking out this world today. And that shaking has already, it's the already not yet sort of idea that we hear about a lot throughout scripture where, yes, it's happened, but it's also seen the full fulfillment of that yet. But we're seeing that fulfillment right now. We're seeing the shaking of that happening right now. Um, This shaking includes, as Haggai said, bringing in the treasures of all nations and filling God's house and the earth with glory through the the sun. The Bible is full of this kind of language where the treasures... The treasures of the nations are used for god's glory and restoring uh and where the the treasures of the nations are used for god's glory and restored through the sanctifying of the nations by his holy spirit so i have a whole bunch of verses i'm going to put these all up on screen check all of these out read them for yourself uh romans 8 and 1 acts 3 21 65 verses 17 through 25 psalm 72 8 and also verse 19, and then Isaiah 2, 4, and so, so many more. But check all of those out. And then just to wrap up, it's because of all of this that we can sing like David did. And First Chronicles 16, 30 through 31, David said, Tremble before him all the earth. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. And let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. And it's because of all of this that we've just been talking about, because of the good news of the kingdom, we can also sing the Lord reigns. And with that, I'll pass it over to Jake to talk about our current events.
1: All righty. So unlike a lot of the current events that we've been talking about, well, since the beginning of the show, <clears throat> we finally have some good news. Um. And Woo-hoo. first of all, I think I think last week was a little bit of good news as well. And uh, also building off of last week, those 21 people really made an impact. If you if you were to ask, oh, did, did what they did, um, what we talked about last Monday, what they did is did it do anything? Well, yes. Yes, it did. And we're seeing it. Just a week later or a little bit over a week because I think what happened last Monday didn't actually happen on Monday obviously but um but to actually get into what happened instead of going on a rant for too long but um the that the headline says House passes born alive abortion bill huh who knew standing up for biblical truth was a good idea <laughs> as what these twenty one terrorists found out it it is an actual win. Yep. It, but um. But the uh, the bill, what it actually is about, uh, this bill is called the Born Alive Bill, which means exa- exactly as the name entails, when a child is born alive, they should continue to stay alive. No if way. A- after well. And this is specifically after an attempted abortion. Mm. So if if an abortion is, you know, done, they want to make it so that if it doesn't work out and the child is still born alive at that point, then they should be given medical care to be kept alive at that point.
0: Doesn't the fact that A, they could die... And B, they can be given medical care. That doesn't change anything in anyone's minds about the nature of the murder being done on a daily basis here in in this country.
1: I think the biggest part is that you're saying that you are killing them in the first place, but if your killing doesn't work, oh, fine, I guess we have to help them now. Which is insanity. Thankfully, again, like I said, before is that this is a step in the right direction. Now, what happened with Roe v. Wade was amazing, and it allowed us to do stuff like this. Yeah. Um. So multiple things are are actually finally coming into place, and we're actually able to build off of them. But um, something interesting. A little bit of sidetrack, but uh, something that is funny that I found when reading this article. Now, keep in mind, this article that should be in the description is from CNN. Uh. And something I have to mention from this article, which is kind of hilarious, is is that the article says, and, and I quote, House Republicans are spotlighting the issue of abortion as they roll out their legislative agenda in the new Congress. Uh... So, a little bit of this is just like first of all, very much heavy into the mm-hmm. indoctrinating people and trying to just like tell them that yeah. everything is wrong, every single thing yeah it it's crazy, but it's it's almost as if they're trying to portray a systemic issue with Congress that this is this is just all of it is just a legislative agenda, and none of it is none of it is um. Balanced or unbiased. First of all, all of it is biased. It will never be without bias. But, um, but if I find this so funny, especially since we're receiving so many just tiny little wins that it doesn't really amount to anything. You know, we're we're receiving we're we're getting some wins, but really, like the last time we won really anything was Roe v Wade, you know, we're overturning Roe v Wade, which was big. It it was big at the time, but now they have to just attack us like four full bore attack us because we get one little thing. We win one little thing. Now it's just dog pile, And but it to me, yeah. that was just something well, interesting.
0: You know, it's it's fascinating because that's their strategy and rightly so i -hmm. mean christians need to they believe in their cause they believe that what they're doing is right and they follow through with it they take action they treat it as if this is you know hey this is important we need to act on this we can't compromise go 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 Mm -hmm. Why don't we do that as Christians? Why don't we have the same level of dedication to the truth given to us by the creator of the universe? Our calling is so, so much higher than theirs. And yet we just roll over and let them use our tactics against us. It's insanity, but it works because guess what? Those aren't their tactics. They got that from somewhere else.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. These, these tactics of going slow and trying to slowly build is yeah. something that they've done, but it's very biblical.
0: Right. A little leaven leavens the whole lump, and a mustard seed that's super small grows into a massive, massive tree. Who gave those two examples? Mm-hmm. Christ did, talking about the kingdom, talking about... Slowly group building building something that will be massive and take over the whole world. Like but yeah, you're totally right. That that's their goal. That's they have that image that we've lost yeah. for some reason.
1: Yeah. Now again, this is great news, really good news. But now it's time to go back to our regularly scheduled program of not so good news. Uh even even though this bill was passed in the House. There is little to no chance of it passing in the Senate. I would say leaning closer to the the no chance, mm. no chance at all. Um, wow this but however, as I've said several times, this is a step in the right direction, and at least now, I think those twenty one Republicans are seeing that though they are small, they are a small sub, subset of all of the all of the house. They, them standing up for truth, can actually do something. Them standing, them holding yeah. their ground, even though it's just that them, matters. is actually doing something. Yep. So,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. And on the flip side of that, the Democrats have done the opposite. So, you have the Republicans apparently unifying, standing together somewhat. Voting yes and passing this through, the Democrats, however, have taken their stand against this, on a very in a very unified way. Um, and a, a headline that points that out is: "Is House passes pro-life born alive bill with almost no Democrat support." Uh, while names aren't things to base your entire arguments on. This name, the name of this bill actually aptly fits what this bill requires. Um, This bill is called the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act, which, as the name implies, requires doctors to protect babies who they couldn't successfully murder. So that's what this bill does, which is fascinating. And it's like, sweet. They named it well. It aptly fits what's in the bill and it's to prevent murder outside the womb. Okay. Why would you say no to that? quote from the article just detailing the bill a little bit more just so that we get all our facts straight uh the bill would require medical providers to treat babies born alive after a botched abortion with the same level of care as they would any other newborn and it adds penalties for violators so jacob kind of already stated that earlier but that's a restatement of the facts of what this bill does who in their right mind a mind that is not completely given over to sin and corruption? A mind created after the image of the God of all love, justice, peace, mercy, and grace. A person with those attributes, created by a God with those attributes, who has a mind given to us by a God with those attributes. Who the heck would vote against this bill? Who in their right mind would do that? I mean, think about it. If you vote against that bill, you are literally saying, I am fine with murdering what is very clearly a child. What is very clearly a child outside of the womb. I am fine with, because what is the alternative? If this bill didn't exist, what would have happened? Okay. What we're saying is it should, we're saying this bill allows for the same level of care that any other newborn would get. So why is it that we're being we're okay with being selective about which lives we save and which lives we don't. It makes zero sense whatsoever. Who would think to themselves, ah, shoot, the baby didn't die, uh, and now it's writhing on the mother's altar, suffering. Let's just let them lay there. Who, in their right mind, would do that? It's insanity. The, this is the kind of thing we didn't used to need bills for. Okay, we, we didn't have to legislate this historically, and now, now we do. We've reached an all-time low. It used to be assumed that people would generally care for the innocent and the helpless. That was just assumed. I mean, in a, in a nation like ours that had a Christian heritage, it was assumed that, oh, you see a little helpless baby lying on a table in pain. You do everything you possibly can to help them, especially if that's your job in the first place. Doctors are supposed to be people who care and help the sick and the wounded, and the injured, who can't care for themselves. Uh, but but then again, people think goodness comes from themselves and, and not from God. So why not just change your mind, right? Goodness can now be defined as whatever you think is good. Um, you want to leave a baby to suffer and die on the altar to a woman's material possessions and livelihood? Sure. Why not? We we have no moral standards anymore. We have no reason uh, why that would be unacceptable. So sure, let's just let's just let it die when we could do something about it, and, and so that this woman can have uh, a career. We have now traded lives for money. Hmm lives for status, lives for nice houses and cars. That's literally what's going on in America today on a massive scale. Isn't th- th- this is what we're isn't dealing it with. It's like funny that the verse um money is
1: the root of all evils is it comes so true yeah. like in so many things that you wouldn't think mm-hmm. are because of money but this is because of money. It's yeah because people want yep. or and even so the the women want uh to go against God yeah. because they want to take over the man's role and right. go out and work. Yeah. That was meant for the man that God said was the man's job. Exactly. now they're going,
0: instead of caring for eternal souls, right. instead so of they want out...
1: to doing the more important work, to be honest.
0: Right. Yeah. The more long lasting work. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, This is what we're dealing with, though. We have to realize that. Underneath so many of the issues, ultimately, this is spiritual warfare. Our our war, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities. We know that. This is the kind of evil that has poisoned our once great nation. And this is what we mean when we say God's law or chaos. This is what we mean. Literal chaos. Literally putting your baby on an altar. its just as bad as putting it inside of the idol uh the the open mouth of the idol that eventually falls into a burning pit which is what they used to do in the ancient days for this exact same thing we've now uh we've upgraded our idols to a cold metal table where we set our babies and let them die a slow and painful death that's what this is that's what this was against and almost every democrat said yes kill them. Let them die. Let them die on the altar to the woman's career. That's horrific. Mm -hmm. It's horrific. A a, a massive section of this country decided this week that even when an innocent and helpless child is dying on a cold metal table, it's not enough to make us give up on our own selfish lusts, careers, homes, and cars. That's what this is. It's just horrific. So I thought I needed to point that out. I think a lot of people are pointing that out but it needed to be stated i think
1: again yeah this is why you, you can't
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah again yeah Th- this is why you cannot be a christian and a democrat yeah you i'm sorry you cannot they have crossed that line they crossed it a long long time ago but you, you can't. i mean it's getting to the point where you can't even be a republican and a christian anymore i unregistered as republican because a lot of them are pushing yeah. the same thing they are uh, Steve Dace calls it a controlled opposition party. The they're just—it's a show, it's a play that they're putting on. Until yeah. you get twenty-one courageous people who stand up and say, "No, we're not playing this game. There's lives at stake. You're not murdering babies anymore." Anyways, rant over. Back to you. It Jake. it should be about it
1: should be about moral yeah. issues, not right a name, not just I'm a yep. I have an R. Yep. So vote for me. Or I have an R, so what I say yeah. is good. Um, we we have lost really the what you was even saying, Bruce. We have lost what goodness is, so goodness can be anything. We have lost the sense of what defines goodness, so us saying yeah. I think this is good, yep, is good in our own yep, minds. Exactly. Um. So m- moving on, and and kind of in. Tying into that about Christians not being able to be Democrats should not. This headline says, uh, again, this is another article. And so I'm talking about a different issue. But this headline says a Democrat congresswoman misused a Bible verse on Wednesday to Hmm. justify her vote against a bill that would protect babies born alive after botched abortions. So this is the the same issue, the same born alive bill, but this is. I wanted to take this to talk about. We haven't done this in a while to talk about some of the talking points of the abortion movement, the abortion people, and break them down. Especially when they try and use Bible verses to make their yeah. point. I sort of want it's to like, take oh, that and break you're it down asking and, for it. Yeah, exactly. Break it down and say. That's not what that means. And yeah. if you talk to people and they bring that up, and they bring up this verse, now you know, now you will know. <laughs> let me just yeah. You will know what to say to them. Um, in this article, it says that this congresswoman used Jeremiah 1 5, which people should recognize as the most pro-life verse ever. However, this person, claiming to be wise, became a mm. fool. Uh and first of all, let me state Jeremiah 1.5. And it says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. I I can't seem to find exactly the translation that this congresswoman was using. um, But kind of the the way it was changed almost. It was different from the translation I was using. But it almost said, before I formed you in your mother's womb. So, that's the key word right there. It has to be mother's womb. And because of this difference, she claimed that this verse says that the womb belongs to the mother and should not be regulated by the government. Now, at first, if, like, say you heard this for the first few seconds, I might possibly agree with this for one second. Okay? Don't, don't clip this and say, oh, Jacob agrees with abortion. No. No. Um, yeah, exactly. Why do I do this to myself? But whatever. Um, but <laughs> but I, I always agree that the government ha- should have less power. However, we cannot forget that God did institute laws for the government to mandate. One of them being, thou shall not murder. Exodus 21, 22 through 23 says, When men strive together and hit a pregnant woman so that her child come out, but there is no harm, the one who hit her shall surely be fined, as the woman's husband mm. shall impose on him, and he shall pay as the judges determine. But if there is harm, then you shall pay life for life. Mm. and. It you see through this verse that it is vitally important that life is supposed to be preserved.
0: Yeah. Life matters. Murder to God. is
1: Exactly. Murder is something that is um controlled by the government. When we look at a biblical system of government, one of the most important things is that when you break a law, they will bring you before court and charge you with a crime and make you pay a penalty. Um and so one of those things is murder.
0: Yeah. As we're gonna be be talking mm. more on yeah. our Wednesday
1: but, so you see here that God cares for the life of a child. And and God considers it murder when an unborn infant is killed at the hands of a, of a person. Murder is wrong, and that is why abortion is wrong. The argument should not be argued over right. who's, who controls the womb of the mother, Yep. but that the child in that womb is a living person made in God's yeah. image. This argument is not about uh, who gets to regulate that argument should be, is this murder or is it not? And I think yeah. it should easily and without a corrupt mind, it should be known that this is murder.
0: Yeah. At the, at, the, at this point, the question is what penalty should be placed on all of these murderers? The doctor's. And then at this point, the mothers who willingly murder their own children. At this point, the question Mm -hmm. and the conversation we should be having is what happens now to these known murderers? What happens now? What's the law on that front? That's not apparently the question we're raising. We're still trying to decide, hey, do we care about human life? Like obvious things. Clearly, that is a baby. That's not a rock or a turtle, or a tree, or a clump of dirt that is very obviously, and always will be, yeah, a human being. Why, in our modern age of science, do we not get this simple fact that it's a human being? And then you use, like Jacob said, arguably one of the most pro-life bills in the Bible that says, I knit you together in your mother's womb. Who... Is being talked to there. God is talking to a person. Who he knit together. In the mother's womb. There. It is. Black and white. If you claim you're a Christian. And you twist that verse. To make murder okay. You are lying. You deceive yourself. And the truth is not in you. That's insanity. And you need to get your bible looked at. And before you do that. Look at your own head. Because maybe you have a hole up there, I don't know, no. stuff leaking out, like rain juice kind of missing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, but, I mean, first of all, right, that the argument of, well, this is the mother's womb. Yes. Yeah. But who created both? Mm. Who created the mother and the womb?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If murder occurs in the house of a father, are we denying that that's the father's house? Nope. It's the dad's house. Murder happened inside that house. Two one of the kids. Are we... Well, you know, it's the father's house, so... Eh. It's like, no! Yeah. What are you... T- they are separate people, yeah. separate entities. I... D- yeah. Anyways. We all know it's a lie. They know it's a lie it's a facade so that we can murder babies and only the ignorant will say otherwise. So there it is. All right. Anything else to add Jake, before we wrap up?
1: I think just reiterating the point that you can't be a Christian and agree with democratic principles.
0: No, no, those, those
1: days are long, long gone. Yeah. You, you would have to deny or be very ignorant. Almost half or or three quarters of the verses in the Bible.
0: Yeah. Yep. As are many people today in evangelic fish churches. So looks like I see a causality here. Huh, so weird. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you all so so much for watching or listening to our show today. Don't forget we have a website and we got all sorts of cool stuff on that website. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Gab, Getter We are on a ton of places, and you can get so, so much more from us if you follow us on those social media platforms. Now, if that sounds like a lot, and you're like, how do I find these guys? Well, we put all of that on our website in a nice, nifty, easy-to-use-slash-navigate list. Go to trdshow.net and uh, select your platform of choice. Hopefully, it's Gab or Getter because you don't like communism. Um, And if you do like communism, we got options for you, too. So, congratulations. You're a winner. Either way, also follow us on Rumble and Gab TV uh, again if you don't like censorship, or you can follow us on YouTube for extra special censored content. Woo, so fun! Um, how many how many strikes are we up to? I some of, one of them expired, so we can now publish videos on YouTube, which is nice, I guess. Um, until the next one until, until the, the next, next strike one. which is probably until this real one goes soon. up <laughs> yeah until this video goes live um yeah but all of those links are on our website trd show.net definitely check those out send us an email trdshow at pro.mail.com we are forward to hearing from you thanks so much again for listening or watching don't forget give us a five-star review on your podcast uh listener platform of your choice that really really helps us grow and until next time remember everyone in all that you do do it as unto the lord